0: You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Sharla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. This episode of the God Goes In Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamiya of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look. This community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other. If you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalyn's gonna snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessed in my life. If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always gonna glorify God and we always gonna go to brunch, okay? We be brunching out here. Houston be turning up, Atlanta be turning up, up, okay. Like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay. So if you are in need of a safe space of like-minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com.
1: Hey guys, and welcome to another
0: episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. I am so excited about this interview we have one of my absolute favoriteest people we have prophetess tanya lofty here with us and she is going to help us figure out what to do with our dreams child okay now on, to be clear man. we are talking about like when you go to sleep and you dream not when I wanted to be a wrestler when I grew up. Not them kind of dreams. Some dreams are for your therapist. These dreams are for the prophets. <laughs> the ones that we're discussing are for the prophets. <laughs> the ones that did not happen in our lives are for your therapist. So we're going to talk about dreams. We're going to talk about visions. And I'm just so, so excited because there's not a lot of safe spaces where you know that you're getting biblical truth to talk about dreams, to talk about dream interpretation, because God has and continues to use dreams and visions to speak to his people. You saw that he did it with, um, I can't remember the name, but you remember when Abraham and Sarah, they like, he was like, this is my sister. And the king had her as a harem. And God was like, hey, hey, in the dream, that's his wife, give her back. (laughs) (laughs) My <laughs> like, exactly. like god has been using dreams and visions when peter had the vision about the roman coming so god has continued to use dreams and visions for his people and prophetess tanya is going to give us all the tea to help us understand what to do with all of these dreams thank you so much for coming back to
1: the show we know it's going to be live we love the show hi everybody we um- well, I'm excited about this. I just want to give a quick scripture in Acts 2.17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. So dreams are very important. Yes, yes. And like you said, Charlotte, there's not enough talk about dreams to where people have understanding and God will inform his people and the wicked through dreams. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to, as we dive into it today, we're going to see just that.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So throughout the Bible, like I said, we see God giving dreams. I mean, the whole book of Revelation, Revelation, no S, because it's singular. It's Revelation. We be saying Revelations and it does something to me. (laughs) The entire book of Revelation is a dream, is a vision that God gave to John. And so it's so important. It shows that there's significance in these dreams and these visions because God is always communicating with all of us. And I can't talk about dreams without talking about Joseph, right? We know Joseph, he had the coat, okay, but it was beyond the coat of many colors. God used him. In a magnificent way and used his gift of dreams. Everything Joseph so laid his hand to, his story was rough. Okay. His brother sold him into slavery. Like it was a whole it was a whole thing. He had a dream. He told his brothers and him the dream, which speaks to everybody ain't supposed to know the details of your dreams because they can't handle it. But they then sell him off into slavery. He ends up in white prison, but God continued to use his gift. And eventually he is in this position of power and ends up being a ruler in Egypt. And he ends up in a position of
1: power toward his family. Like the dream comes to pass. He actually blesses his family. Mm -hmm. He actually goes and blesses his family. I mean, he took care of those. They repented for Mm -hmm. what they had done And the blessed part about that is is that his father, before he closed his eyes, was able to see his son again. It's a beautiful story, but it is a story where it does show betrayal Mm -hmm. and because you'll see that in Joseph's dream. And so we have to be when God is showing you things in a dream, none of your dreams are not important. Mm -hmm. There's not one dream that you have that does not have significance. Yeah. Some people, you know, may have a dream. Oh, I'm just gonna shrug that off. No, a lot of dreams are warnings. Mm -hmm. All right. So pretty much God was warning Joseph, like this is gonna happen to you. You know, and some of the dreams, the things are gonna happen. Some of them are warnings, but some of them you're gonna walk through it. And I remember having dreams like that, (laughs) almost like Joseph Mm -hmm. being thrown in a pit uh, myself you know, being looked at and God will warn you. He'll show you who's not for you. Mm -hmm. He'll show you people's true intentions through your dreams. So just because you may not be a prophet does not mean that you won't have dreams. God will give us dreams to, again, warn us or show us things to come. Amen. When we talk about the story of Joseph, because Joseph not only
0: had dreams, but he was able to interpret dreams. And that put him in a position to be able to become, you know, a ruler in Egypt and things like that. Can you talk a little bit about just that part of Joseph's story and just the significance of accurate dream interpretation and just how that can kind of play a role in our lives now, like what we can kind of learn from Joseph and his story?
1: That's really good because... You should ask God for the interpretation of the dream. Scripture says, ask God and he'll give you the answers liberally. He didn't give you the dream for you not to have the answers. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, God cares about us. So he's showing us this often to warn. But Joseph was a dreamer from a young age and he was able to interpret. And the reason he ended up getting to tell the king about his dream is because they had heard he could interpret dreams. They were saying, this man, we know someone, he was in prison. Yeah. So Potiphar was king at that time. And so Potiphar, you know, a lot of these kings, a lot of these religious leaders, or not even just religious leaders, kings, I won't say priests per se, but a lot of times that's what I was saying at the beginning, wicked people will have dreams. All of these leaders were wicked. All right in Israel but even now I'm telling you by the Spirit of God that the President of the United States has dreams yeah I am telling you by the Spirit of God that pastors have dreams yeah but they have no interpretation yeah and what is going on is they can't interpret because dream interpretation is a prophetic gift and they don't understand and that's what you saw going on all throughout scripture. Yeah. With all of the kings, okay? It was no different with Potiphar. He had a dream. He was a wicked man. He could not interpret. You needed a holy person to interpret the dream. Yes. And so Joseph was a holy person, not a witch, not a warlock. We're going to go ahead and dive in right there. Come on. Okay? Not a soothsayer. And what you saw that was always around, even our president, that I pray for all of the time. Whichever one is in office, let me be very clear, because they need someone to interpret their dreams. But they're going to the psychic. They're going to the Mm soothsayer, the person that does divination and the person who's reading from a tarot card. Yeah, I said it. Come on. And it's all divination. And what you saw is and this is what I want you all to be very clear about. You read in scripture. They went to these people. They were working through a third eye, which means they could not interpret everything because they were doing it in divination. So they couldn't do it because they are serving a false God. There's only one wise God. Yes, And God, the only wise God, which is Jesus, the Christ. Amen. Let's be clear. Let's give him all the glory today. (laughs) All right. So let's put his name out there and make his name great. Amen. Jesus, the Christ, the only wise God is the one that gave the interpretation to the prophets and of dream interpretation. Amen. And so what happened was Joseph, you know, they were like, well, they went to the soothsayers, no answer. I found the scripture. I was like, I want to read. Uh-huh. It. It said, <laughs> so it's
0: Genesis 41, and I'm going to start at verse one. It says, after two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. And behold, there came up out the Nile seven cows attractive and plump, and they fed in the reed grass. And behold, seven other cows, ugly and thin, came up out of the Nile after them and stood by the cows in the bank of the Nile. And the ugly, thin cows ate up the seven attractive, plump cows, and Pharaoh awoke. And he fell asleep and dreamed a second time. And behold, seven ears of grain, plump and good, were growing on one stalk. And behold, after them sprouted seven ears thin and blighted by the east wind. And the thin ears swallowed up the seven plump, full ears. And Pharaoh awoke. Behold, it was a dream. So in the morning, his spirit was troubled. And he went and called for all of the magicians of Egypt and all of its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was none who could interpret them to Pharaoh.
1: Thank you. So it was Pharaoh, not Potiphar. So thank you for that clarification, because at the beginning we said Potiphar, but I do remember because Potiphar's wife came after Joseph. Yeah, so that must no, be later. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was later. But this Pharaoh was That's first, the boy's draws. Potiphar was <laughs> the next king. Yeah. All right, but we're gonna put a pin there. So let's look at this because you said he called for who? Who did the magicians? He called for the magicians. Now, a magician is nothing but a soothsayer. Come on. Because when you look back through scripture, Nebuchadnezzar calls for the soothsayer. So all of it works together. All of them work together. Mm-hmm. All right. And what they're doing, soothsayer, magician, psychic, false prophet, that you can put them all together. They all in one category. Called the right, Called witchcraft. Right. Mm. and so. You see where they could not see, but to a certain degree, because none of them could interpret the dream. When we go further, we'll talk about that, but they could not. Mm-hmm. And so Joseph said, wait a minute, they call for Joseph that no one else can interpret. Yep. God will always raise up a prophet, a holy person to interpret the dreams. It's just, do they want to hear it or as for instance, with him, he was so troubled. He was looking through the land for somebody to interpret this dream yeah. because God was trying to warn that nation, that area, that region. He's always trying to warn people, territories, regions, cities, and the world yeah. of things that are to come. Yeah. And so Joseph goes to him and said, wait a minute, there's going to be seven years of fam- plenty, mm-hmm. but seven years of famine after that. Yep. So you have to store up. And when Pharaoh realized what he had done, they put him over everything. This mm-hmm. happened all the time. Yep. But it's because God wants the people to be blessed. Yep. But it was through a holy person that all of these things are revealed. Yep.
0: And I love that. I'm looking even further in the chapter. It talks about how when they were in prison, there was the cup. Bear and the baker, and one of them had stole from the king. And Joseph interpreted the dream and was like, Oh, the baker's gonna die. It was you, sir. Cutbear, you'll be fine. Baker, <laughs> right? So it was the cupbearer. And he said, I remember my offenses today when Pharaoh was angry with his servants and he put me and the chief baker in custody in the house of the captain of the guard. We dreamed on the same night, he and I, each having a dream with its own interpretation. A young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. When we told him, he interpreted our dreams to us, giving an interpretation to each man according to his dream. As he interpreted to us, so it came about. I was restored to my office and the baker was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and they quickly brought him out of the pit. When he shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came in before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream and there's no one who can interpret it. I've heard it is said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. And Joseph answered to Pharaoh, it is not me. God will give Pharaoh
1: a favorable answer. Thank you for bringing that up because that's the one thing that sets. And let's be clear. Joseph was a Hebrew, which, you know, we know that's God's chosen people, right? Because they were so used to divination. Yep. They think that it's something that just happens. No, 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 no. And you will even see I mean, I myself is telling people this no, give me a second or wait. But even Joseph and Daniel did the same thing. He said, It is not I, it is the Lord that is giving the interpretation. That's right. So it's saying, Wait a minute, it is not us. We're not doing that. Yeah. It is the only wise God that is giving the interpretation to us. Yeah. And so dream interpretation is a gift of the spirit, you know, because you can see things. A seer is a holy thing, yeah. but the world has tainted it yeah. and the enemy has tainted it to make it tainted that gift to make it look like it's divination. Now people do operate in divination, yeah. but a seer is biblical. Okay. Yeah. Dream interpretation is biblical. But the world wants it to be something because the world wants you to give them fluff, give them, yeah. oh, this is, it. no, 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 stop it. Because mm-hmm. you're at, it's divination, you're operating in some kind of spirit, familiar spirit. Yeah, I'm gonna call, I'm all out to that. on. Familiar spirit, yes. that's what that divination and that witchcraft is. It's yep. a familiar spirit. Yes. It is not of God and... God is raising up true prophets that will call out these things yeah. and tell people the truth. That's what the prophets are doing when they were giving these men, wicked or not, the interpretation of their dreams.
0: Yeah. This episode of the God Goes and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated and empowered the society is hosted by myself tatum tamia of the blessed and bossed up podcast kavaya watrice of the she who is called app and rosalyn renee of the therapy as a christian podcast y'all look this community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other if you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalind's gonna snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessed in my life. If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always gonna glorify God and we always gonna go to brunch, okay? We be brunching out here. Houston be turning up, Atlanta be turning up, up. Okay. Like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay. So if you are in need of a safe space of like-minded women of faith, start your two-week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. I heard a pastor say recently that people often want a wow word, like a W O W, like a wow word, but oftentimes with prophets, God is sending an owl word, like an OW, that hurts word.
1: That's <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That's and, right. Because what God really wants to do, one, he always wants to get the glory. Yeah. Two, he always wants to point people back to him. Mm-hmm. He never wants you to get caught up in serving baal which is, you know. False gods. He doesn't want us to serve false gods. Mammon, which is money, I don't care what it is, he never wants anything above him. Yeah. Okay. But what he will do is raise up righteous leaders and prophetic voices to help navigate what's going on in the land. Yeah. He's trying to show you, hey, 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 we're going this way. Yeah. You know, and so even when you talked about, I love how you talked about Revelation, Charlotte. Because Revelation is still yet to come. Yes. Listen, that was written, <laughs> you know, well Yes. Over. And so Revelation, we have yet to see all of Revelation, people. But, starters, but stuff and is the people, starting to come I'm to pass. period. The yep. world has yep. yet to see all of Revelation. Yep. But it is and shall come to pass.
0: Yep. 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 Here's what I love, too. So I, you brought up Daniel. I love the book of Daniel because of the story of the three Hebrew boys in the fire. And they was in there doing the Cupid shuffle when they thought that they, that does something to me. Like, did, I was like, oh, you're about to put them in the oven for real. Oh, They turned the oven up. It was so hot. So I love the book of Daniel. But when Daniel, and this goes back to, one, I see a pattern. And this also speaks to this being a gift from God. Dreams and visions that we get are from the Lord. And we have to honor them and make sure that we are only going to God or wise counsel people who are godly to help us with navigating the interpretation. King Nebuchadnezzar, I'm going to read, I'm going to start from Daniel 2. It says, come on, in Daniel 2, I'm reading from verse 1, and it says, in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams, His spirit was troubled and his sleep left him. Then the king commanded that the magicians, the enchanters, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans be summoned to tell the king his dreams. So they came in and they stood before the king. And the king said, I had a dream and my spirit is troubled to know the dream. And the Chaldeans said to the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream and we will show the interpretation. And the king said to the Chaldeans, The word. From me is firm. If you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, you shall be torn limb from limb and your houses shall be laid in ruins. But if you show the dream and its interpretation, you shall receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and its interpretation. They answered a second time and said, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will show you its interpretation. The king answered and said, I know with certainty that you are trying to gain time. And because you see that the word for me is firm. If you do not make the dream known to me, there is but one sentence for you. You have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the times change. Therefore, tell me the dream, and I shall let you know, and that you can show me its interpretation. The Chaldeans answered to the king There is not a man on earth who can meet the king's demand. For no great and powerful king has asked of such a thing of any magician or enchanter or chaldean. The thing that the king asks is difficult and no one can show it to the king except the lowercase gods whose dwelling is not in flesh. Because of this, the king was very angry and furious and commanded that all the wise men in Babylon be destroyed. So the decree went out that the wise men were about to be killed and they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. Daniel replied with prudence at the discretion of Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. He declared to Ariok, the king's captain, why is this decree of the king so urgent? Then Ariok made the matter known to Daniel, and Daniel went in and requested the king to appoint him a time that he may show the interpretation of the dream. He was like, I'm not telling y'all nothing.
1: You're going to tell me the dream and the interpretation. Cause you ain't about to lie. Right. So that's again, Daniel saying, wait a minute, because they will try to threaten you. But as a holy person, you know, if you're a believer, let me be very clear, I'm supposed to live a holy life. I've talked about this before. Prophets have to live holy life. So it's Daniel's like, wait a minute, you can't threaten me. Because they're so used to getting what they want. Think about a king or Mm -hmm. someone in authority. You speak a word and people move, right? And so now he's mad because no one can interpret his dream. So now he's like, I'm going to cut you all up. Everybody. Now he's threatening them, like, tell me what I need to hear. I'm troubled. Everybody does. Right, but that's the same thing that happened with Saul and Samuel. Yeah, Saul was so, because the magicians, excuse me, the soothsayers, the Chaldeans, the diviners, all of that stuff together, witchcraft, were so used to telling these wicked kings what they wanted to hear instead of what thus saith the Lord. And so they got angry because you think you can, see, that's the problem. You think God is not a genie in a bottle. You don't tell him when to move, okay? Because of your wickedness. No, he's the king of kings. He's capital K. Yeah. He's capital L, Lord of Lords. You might have Lord something in front of your name, whoever you are in England, who may listen to this. Come on. That does not mean that you are the Lord of Lords. No, you are a Lord, but he is the Lord. Come All right. On. And so that is the difference. You're one of many. There's no one who compares to him. Come on. You might be a king, but you're not the king. Come on. So that's the difference here. You may be a king. You may have authority, but you do not usurp authority over the Lord. Come on. And so what God was saying is, no, I am the only wise God. And so the prophets knew we don't just go to him and talk to him that way. You're going to have to hold up and wait a minute. Yeah. Because you weren't listening to him in the first place. But now that you're troubled and the Lord is dealing with you. That's what he did to Pharaoh with Moses. Yes, Most Pharaoh was adamant. I'm not letting people go. No, no, no. Moses had to keep going to him. Okay. Well, now you this, is happening next. this is happening next. Mm-hmm. Even That Pharaoh had dreams. These wicked leaders yep. are having dreams. I'm telling you all about the spirit of God. I've shared this before. It was a while ago, maybe 2019. They're having dreams and they don't know what to do, i.e. even in this pandemic, they did not know what to do. Yeah. And yes, I know we have doctors. Yes, I know we have lawyers. I know we have people who have studied. But let me tell you something. There's a great physician. See, there Come we go on. again. You might be a physician, but there's the great physician. That means he usurps authority over your knowledge. Yeah yeah and so, what's going on is no, these dreams need to be interpreted because there's a warning coming, yeah. something is coming, yeah, and what I love and about God's never trying never, to warn you, yeah, God is trying to warn you people, and I say people because you may not be a believer, so I have to be very careful to say, mm-hmm. children of the Most High God because you may not be there, yeah. But God is warning you. Listen, I know what some of you all have had dreams and visions of hell. And it's real. Yeah. So I'm telling you because God wants me to let you know you are treading there. Yeah. Come on. And it is a place where the worms die not. So you're having these dreams and you're trying to shake them off. No, no, no. It's not going away. You saw what happened to Pharaoh. He was troubled yeah, it was troubled. yeah and even Nebuchadnezzar, he was so troubled that he's like, "I'm not going to give you the details
0: because he knew he needed facts. Whatever it was was so bad that he was like, "I'm not gonna tell you the dream so you could come up with something to say to me. You're gonna tell me the dream, you're gonna
1: interpret it or everybody dies. Exactly. And see, that's the thing. You're so troubled because you know your woo, you know your dreams. God is shaking you. Listen. Whether you're wicked or you're good, God is shaking you. Yep. And he's trying to show you something. And he's telling you to take heed. My God. He's telling you to take heed. I'm telling you, he is telling you to take heed. All caps. Take heed to what I am saying to you. Because if you do not, destruction is near. Amen. And so God is warning in these dreams to let them know what is to come with uh, Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, he had the dream and he said, you're going to reign for a certain amount of years. He mm-hmm. talked about the statue that he had dreamt about. Yeah. And then Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he said, you will rule again. And he told Nebuchadnezzar, he said, you're going to find yourself in a wilderness yeah. eating like a wild animal. Yeah. Yeah. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay
0: connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit, it has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves.